0: I was just going to say, speaking of manners, I'm I'm just watching you on Blair White, Richie, and there's only one swear word you've not used.
1: (laughs) Really? I can't even remember swearing in that interview. (laughs) No, you're
0: right. Don't worry. You pull it
2: off. Was it Sinead's
1: favourite cuss word, or
2: which one was it? What's Sinead's favourite? The C word. We can't
0: have a conversation about the C word. (laughs)
1: No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what I, want to. <laughs> it, I know a lot of people find it like, you know, it's like nails on a chalkboard for some people.
2: How was the Blair White interview for you, Richie?
1: Uh, so we recorded once and that was A, on the camera that was shit. And second of all, in production, for some reason, the cameras were super zoomed in. And there was a massive problem with audio, and uh, but I was like, "Listen, I'm super sorry. It was a good conversation. It was a really cool conversation. But there's been an audio malfunction. Can we record again?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Um, because you know how it is after you do, um, like a really really big one, like one, one like that, and. I was just like, Oh God, I wish I said that differently. I wish I was more refined on that. And so I was quite happy too. and also I got a different webcam in, which was better. Um, unfortunately I used the other mic, which the, the sound quality is okay. It's not great, but here we are. And um, I had not a good, like a second go, so I'm getting t- invaded by a cat. Um, I had a second go at it which was was really good because I could home in on the point that I really wanted to which was the a a lot of research a lot of data and a lot of people's arguments fall on two extremes. One extreme is you know this isn't 100% sure this is the right thing 97% satisfaction very low regret rate to we need more data and the fallback one or the other and it's so weird it's like In one arena, they'll say that we need, yeah, yeah, all the research points that we need more data. And in another arena, they'll like lean heavily on these like surveys, which are like, you know, six months post surgery for like, online filled out by 2000 people. And the, the, you know, they're not like robust studies, very anecdotal. Uh, And when you present them like the good evidence, like proper solid evidence, like the Swedish study in twenty eleven, which was done from nineteen seventy three to two thousand and three, uh, with over some like two and a half or three thousand mm-hmm. participants and um after they essentially just got th- they had to bring out this rebuttal about it and they had to say, Oh no, no, it's not to be used this way and it was just like there was your first real strong evidence that even not you're not even mentioning surgery, um, like just being trans itself was like a huge risk in suicidality. Anyway, not just the surgery, but and then you add and to- all
0: cause. It, it, it's not just suicidality; it's also all cause mortality because it's like substance abuse mortality. I think even murder. If my memory, well, don't don't quote me on that, but certainly murder. substance abuse mortality. Yeah, I think so. It's it's not good mortality data out of Sweden.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh kinda scary. Anyway, <laughs> so I wanted to be sure that I was I was honing in on one or two points and the biggest thing that I fear and a lot of trans people indeed trans people like should fear is waking up um with dementia one day and forgetting what I've done. And the accounts that I've read from trans people that have, um, well, obviously it's like not the the patient themselves because they've got dementia, but you'll hear about these people who are waking up screaming, screaming that they don't have genitals, and they're totally fucking disorientated, and the first thing that they want to do is they want to kill themselves, which is quite common for Alzheimer's patients, because. The, the get a moment sense of self awareness and like oh shit I've got Alzheimer's I'm in a home I need to die and the, the this happens quite a lot especially in homes but imagine imagine the hell so yeah, I could wake up one day forget I've transitioned forget I detransitioned, transitioned and be like what the fuck has happened to us you know Um that that that's not something I want to would would wish on anyone
2: that's do, we, do we know the data on synthetic estrogen and the likelihood of developing it's not,
1: dementia it's not about the synthetic estrogen because from what i understand um is the way the way the chemicals work is it helps produce um estrogens and your fat and stuff it doesn't actually you know um but again i could could be a little bit wrong on that one i'm um, again, I'm not a researcher, but it, it, it falls down the transition.
0: Uh, my understanding as well is that the Swedish the Swedish data is the is the best longitudinal study that we have. But even that, it's like that's way, but way, 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 way before the 2014 boom. Yes. So what we don't know is all of the all of the characteristics that the people in the Swedish cohort would have shared with one another as part of a really quite small cohort back then that was largely identifiable by certain features. And then we've got the 2014 boom, which as you know, is mainly female. And there are all the comorbidities that we know about, like around OCD, which Richie was talking about earlier and all the rest of it. So we've got no idea. This is the thing. People are like, oh, we need data. And then some LARPA comes along as like, after six months, people said they were happy with them. We need data that ranges over 50 years. and we're not going to find
1: out but i I think we've got that data now i honestly think some of that data exists obviously the 2014 boom is one thing but Mm. you know whether you you scrape it from likes of like people's own testimonies or not but like the medical field certainly are aware of it and it's almost as if the the things in place are there to kind of stop it coming out? For instance, in the UK, when you change your gender, you get a new NHS number. And because I've now changed it twice, or according to them, whatever, I've got three NHS numbers. So it's like, how do they do a long-term study on me when I've got three separate numbers? And how? So they 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 don't
0: even give you your first number back? You don't even get to have your jesus
1: i know right i was like why can't because you've changed and uh me endocrinologist uh, because i had a meeting with him on monday um hence the letter on social media that i recently posted which was quite hilarious Uh uh-huh and uh what what did he say to me he was like saying oh yeah all um there's this thing baked into the system where anyone who's changed the gender their nhs number starts with a seven And I'm thinking, well, what's the fucking point in changing the NHS number if every NHS number that had a change of gender begins with a seven? What's the point? You're
0: telling me that there's an actual area code for
1: trans people. That's what you're actually saying. In the NHS. So it's like like a wink nod system to uh, practitioners. And
0: and does anyone else have a seven or is seven only trans people? Seven is only if you've changed your sex. On the Probably the queen I need, to, too. I need to dig out my. I need to dig out my NHS number at this point. I think we need to. We need to be sure about this.
2: That's <laughs> so strange. Weird. That's really strange. Yeah, I wonder how good they are at tracking. To begin with, and then when you throw all these different layers of complexity into the system, if the system can't adapt to that, they're just going to lose a bunch of data.
1: So according to the glorious, glorious Wikipedia, um, it uses a 10-digit 334 system, and the first digit is always a 9.
0: Always. Wow, that's incredibly wasteful. Unless oh. you're trans, in which case it's a seven. You get a seven. You
2: so, a Richie, you when, you, when the NHS saw you as a woman, were you invited to uh, consults with... yeah,
1: uh, I, I got um, the automatic like, cervical series. screen and shit and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, you know, obviously I was like, ha don't have cervix. <laughs> So and did they did they ring you for like breast cancer they, the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Breast cancer screening doesn't start till you're a little okay. bit older, I think. Oh, okay, right. Um, okay. But I didn't get one for that
2: that's kind of legitimate right because uh when you're on estrogen you do develop breast tissue i wonder the i know i wonder if there's any studies about the uh breast cancer rate Breast
1: cancer and... impacts a lot of men huge amount of men yeah okay. even men right because right, you can um, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. of men okay we just don't check it huh. hmm.
0: Wow, I can't believe they phoned you. Even though they go to the effort of issuing you a
1: special trans number, and then they Not still got the memo. Apparently, I didn't even know that. I didn't, didn't know that until. The you end of the,
0: how difficult is it to program a spreadsheet to be like organize these people by NHS number, and then don't call the people whose number starts with a seven because they don't have a cervix? Okay, Seems I'm, to I'm talking to far. you as though you're the NHS, Richie. Like account for yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but just to go back because the original question was about the Blair thing that's why I really wanted to have a better look into the Alzheimer's and dementia stuff because I was reading a lot of accounts and I've and been reading accounts even when I was trans especially a trans men who were getting like really bad cognitive issues in the 30s after like 10 years of testosterone and it seemed to be like a prevalent issue, especially amongst trans men rather than trans women. But the whole dimension of trans women, I've heard um, from a few sources. And one was from the guy who I talked to for the first time on the D-Trans Discord who I've mentioned before. Um, his older older friend that he lived with, she started getting it in her 50s. She's in a home now. And horrible, horrible case. And again, um, you could just say that that's just... Uh, down the lifestyle or whatever, but I'm sure Julia Serrano wrote something about this in a book, Whipping Girl, um, the 2007 book that she's quite renowned for. Um, yet to read it cover to cover it, to look for it, but I'm sure she did mention that. But there is also a question if that's linked to progesterone as well as the oestrogen. But high oestrogen has been one of the causes in older men and uh, males, because what a lot of people don't understand is which is clear is males and females have got a very, very different way of processing um, like hormones and how and everything like down at the cellular level. Would you believe like it's so imperative, for instance, estrogen starved women in the middle age. <clears throat> so if you get menopause a bit too early and, uh, the estrogen levels start decline, and this has been uh, verified in studies that, that there are a much higher risk of Alzheimer's. But those in a control group who took HRT in the middle age had a much lower reduction in Alzheimer's. But if the take if a woman takes estrogen over the age of like seventy, it has the opposite impact. For whatever reason, because mm. you do get natural brain decay anyway, like, but not to the scale of Alzheimer's, which is an actual disease, and the uh, it affects your, your your brain's ability to regenerate cells and stuff. Uh, and also, a big contributor to Alzheimer's is depression, stress, and that's all to do with the hormone cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which kills cells, hence like brain cells, which is why people who got very depressed. Sorry, Alistair, mm-hmm. you're going to jump in.
0: It, it also, uh, cortisol also ages you, which is just something to bear in mind if you're making radical changes health. to your
1: body on the basis of aesthetics. It might be worth so, thinking about. And also you've got all the elevated increase of substance misuse uh, in the trans mm-hmm. community, which is huge, by the way. This is an unspoken thing, and I don't know how this hasn't like leaked into the mainstream. Like... 80%. Do
0: you not think it has though? Do you, sorry to not interrupt you. Probably. Do you not think it
1: has, and people are just too polite to mention it? No, I no kind probably. of feel no. Them. So okay. many of them are deep in alcoholism. So many of them are deep in like heavy drug use and a range of drugs, from amphetamines to uh, cannabis to like uh, more harder, like way harder stuff, like uh, heroin and meth and it's, it's an absolute fucking shit show because they've got no sort of respect, but they view it as they view it differently. They view it as like, it's their liberal right to do what they like with their body. But what they don't see is they are absolutely hammering and destroy. And I've been down that road. I've been down that road of, um, of drug usage in a bad way. Um, especially in the late, very, very late twenties. It was really, really bad. Uh, I just didn't give a shit, just didn't give a shit about myself. And that's what happens, you know? And, uh, obviously, and were
0: you, where were you with you? That was after your transition?
1: No, that was during transition. Yeah. During transition. During 2016, 2017 was probably the worst. I, you know, I, it would be easier to tell you what I didn't do rather than what I did. You know, it was pretty severe. <laughs>
0: And did you tell the clinicians about that? Absolutely. And,
1: and presumably they, they were like,
0: it's fine, it'll go away when you... No,
1: like- they raised it with the crisis team a few times. Um, okay. They raised it, <laughs> yeah, they had like three or four crisis team alerts in that period. Um, and a month before uh, my psychiatrist I, like referred us off to surgery, I had like a suicide alert thing. Not because I was, like, distressed with my gender, because I was literally like, yeah, dude, I I think I'm, um... I think I'm done. So I'm going to kill myself on Sunday. Uh, all my cats are all right. Like, I'm going to get them looked after. See you next week. Like, I wasn't... I wasn't taking the pace. Never heard back from the crisis team on that. I had no idea they were even contacted. But, uh, I kind of had it in me sense that my therapist being who he was was responsible enough to, uh... To do that, um, but I was just fucking blaringly like red alarms. This is why everyone's just like, well, not everyone is, um, but people do ask like, why me? Case got took on pro bono, and I'm like, yeah, because uh, a fucking like med student could see the problems with this case. You know what I mean? It does like me looking back retrospectively, and in all hindsight, is 2020, but. Anyone who just looks through it or just hears, like, uh, like the overview of my story just goes, What, what the fuck? You mm. refused it how many times? A lot. But again, you're, you're mentally unwell, you're taking a lot of drugs. And I'm telling them all this, and they're just like, Yeah, you're a perfect, uh, as the quoted, perfect candidate for gender reassignment surgery. So yes. that's your perfect candidate. Yeah frankensteins and there's so Frankenstein. much shit i want to share on twitter with medical notes which obviously can not be used for litigation purposes so i'm not obviously doing that any new stuff that comes in i'm just sharing because it's hilarious to me because i know it's fucked you guys know it's fucked, but does everyone really know how fucked it is um and what's I'm the sure way between is really
0: interesting Sorry, go, go on. on. No, you ain't. I was just going to say, Michelle said something really interesting about your notes that she's, she put as this tweet and she was like, there's just like low-key, they just come off as low-key annoyed with you for having yeah, de-transitioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, wow, you really, it's like, you yeah. Um Talking of, you'll find this funny, talking of like being referred to a team, I've got a social worker ringing me this week. Wow. Because I went to, I had a, psycho-oncology appointment which is standard and um, so you just go and see a psychologist to talk about your cancer and in my case your cancer and your heart attack and i told her so she was like so you're taking it easy i was like kinda and um, i did an interview and i just told her everything and then it got flagged because i said i was groomed as a kid and the law here is she has to report that so i've got a social worker calling
2: Oh yeah. man, huh. Isn't nothing the maddest thing. Is there not a statute of limitations on on
0: that? Oh, it's. it's indi- I'm not gonna. I'm gonna it's, it, I assume it's my decision about. But she legally, I think she has to. I She she sounded like she didn't have a choice. And that's a big problem. It's kind of referring to other teams' stuff. I'm. The more I see of that, the more I'm like, that's not always good. Because do you know what I mean? You're you're introducing so many variables when you say, okay, we're gonna get you to a crisis team. So then you have to explain everything you're going through with your drug use and your transition, again, to somebody different who's gonna have a different perspective. And then there are people talking about you and you're not there. And so they might get it wrong. And um, I don't know about all of that. I, I start to think, were well, we better off when you just had Doctor, your local, I know it's a bit Dr. Quinn medicine woman, but when you just had your doctor, You know, rather than all of these people being involved.
2: Yeah. Richie, what do you think the um, impact that the trans identity had on your care? Uh, I'm wondering, did that make it more complex for the caregivers to be able to figure out what to do or what they should do? Was there another layer of push for them to uh, look at data in a very specific way or look at your case in a very specific way? Or they were just it, out of their element and
1: so. When it came to the gender clinic it was like There's no doubt this person's not trans. So everything else is secondary and that's how it treated. treat it. So there was no is this person trans? Could this be could be could this be related to that? Could this be because of all these things that have they've, they've mentioned? And I mentioned everything because I said to Blair White I, and I'll say it again here yeah, I believe this was the answer I believe this was going to fix me so it didn't make sense and I'd, I'd heard other people saying to to lie about things to the clinician and stuff like that I'd, I'd, I'd read people writing these, that shit before but I was like no 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 I want to do this right I want to I want to like I want to tell them absolutely everything I possibly can and I did tell them everything that I could in terms of like what I was capable of um, putting into words and stuff, and um, I went at it with full speed because I believed in my heart that they were going to fix me, uh, that that this was going to fix me. So I had full faith in it, hundred percent faith, and I was like you Know, over to you guys. Um, I'll trust that if you did this, this, uh, if I tell them everything, then it'll come up. And, uh, in fact, when I was talking to me, my mother recently about um, waiting for an autism uh diagnosis, still uh, assessment, still, I've been on the waiting list like since I left the gender clinic, and she went didn't the test for that in the gender clinic? And I was like, no, (laughs) and this, this is what happens. They just don't, they're just like, nah, you're not autistic. That's what my gender therapist said. It was, you're not autistic. You're not um, ADHD, you're not this, you're not the other. This is all internalized transphobia, all this sort of thing. Uh, But there was never much question about the, about the gay side um that i felt like enough anyway but even even when you were going
2: through it and accepting the care you 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 still had uh red flags in the back of your head it's like this is a little too easy or this
1: this is too obvious i didn't i didn't think it was too easy i just i just felt like i felt because i was telling them everything and the therapist was kind of nodding and he was like well this is all down to internalized transphobia so that led me to believe that Oh, this is just because I am truly trans. And and that was it. That, that's that's kind of how they got me on board, too. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm 100% trans, so I may as well uh, put everything into it then. Um, and then that's kind of what happened. That's how I'd trust to answer your question. I'm sorry rambling a bit no, no not it's, it, to it just sounds apart. like
2: the the perfect self-licking ice cream cone inserted into medicine by which i mean it's a hierarchy it, it, the trans identity rises to the hierarchy of diagnosis and everything is looked through through that and everything about that reinforces that it's true this idea of yeah. uh, internalized transphobia uh, all data it gets stuck in this loop and then every other symptom is either ignored or chalked up to
1: that or used as an excuse for regret. As I've said before, like, you know, when, when after surgery, when I when I went back to the gender clinic in 2018, about three months after surgery and I'm like, guys, I I regret this shit. This is a bad, terrible idea. And uh, they're like, no, you've got OCD. This is an OCD rumination. Bazinga. And, uh, And then I went back the next week and the week after, and I said the same thing again and again. I was like, I'm pretty sure I regret this, I'm pretty sure this was the worst fucking mistake of my life. And they were like, no, you've had all these surgeries, you've had a lot of anaesthetic, anaesthetic is known to lower the body's serotonin levels, which increases OCD tendencies, therefore it's an OCD rumination, I'm going to refer you for OCD treatment goodbye, that's essentially Where I ended up with the gender clinic.
0: So they're happy to, to, so they're happy to look at the effects of the body, and they're happy to consider mental health when it's shoring up their argument, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Do you think that if they were more integral, going back to this idea of medical teams, do you think if they were more integrated, like if they literally were on a corridor with? Uh, like I don't know, like a pediatrician and uh, an orthopedic surgeon and a something and a something, that it would be harder for them to get away with this, or maybe I'm just wishful thinking.
1: I don't know. Um, all I d- what I do know is, and this has been, this got told to me by a mutual f- friend who had the same gender therapist by the th- by the therapist, and. Um, They said to them that anyone in the gender clinic who's is looked down on massively in the NHS, like by their peers, they just think if you work in there, you're a monster. But it's this unspoken majority of if you go there, your career is kind of mad. So you just stay there and you just progress there. And you don't really, you know, people don't really want. A lot of people think the gender clinic itself is inherently unethical and this is not a new thing this has been going on for a long time Um, which gender clinic just to be every gender clinic the gender the gender service as a whole like can we
2: you you explain that because from an american point of view i know that there's the tavistock and
1: right nothing else but so you've got the gender services which encompass all the the countries i think it's now eight gender clinics could be seven seven or eight and that and the tavistock now the tavistock has its own sort of model and way of operating but they all come under the gender services so the gender clinics are where the adults go to if you're under 18 you go at the tavistock it's like automatic um or did uh not anymore. It's all done. Um, well, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, it's much better. Hopefully, they actually do as they say, and they do link in uh, local mental health services, as you were saying, Angus, like effectively on the corridor next to um, autism and social services, which is a big thing, too. Um, uh, yes. Sorry.
2: And Angus, I'm I'm just, I'm getting the dawning of an idea that the way that the medical uh, industry has progressed into all these different specializations, it's actually kind of cut the human being up into all these different pieces. So there's no like unified idea of the human because all of the different ways of dealing with all the different mm. human problems, uh, it's kind of just effectively on, on kind of a psychological level with the entire way that okay, the no. human being is treated there's no unified... I'm thinking
0: about that a lot at the minute because I'm now between the care of two departments who, and and they have very strong feelings about what should happen to me. So I I have one consultant cardiologist and two oncologists, like a primary oncologist and a secondary oncologist. And for a certain duration what happens to me has to be negotiated in interdisciplinary meetings which happen on a monday and in the interdisciplinary meetings they they have the cardiologist they will have i think one of the oncologists maybe two plus uh, an oncology nurse plus the psycho-oncologist so they're all kind of piling in and saying, like, okay, well, we could give him this drug, and then somebody, I mean, I don't know, because I'm not a medic, but, you know, somebody else might come along and say, no, I don't want to do that, and so forth. So it's kind of a strange situation to be in, but actually it feels really nice, because it's like, okay, so everyone who's got some knowledge and some interest in this is present, and they can actually thrash it out as professionals. And that's literally the opposite of what I've been hearing about for two years. So one of the stories I wrote about was about this, this, oh, my God, it was horrendous. This boy who'd been at this center for eating disorders, it was bad. His eating disorder was bad. It was like they had to take the door off the bathroom. They had to take all the doors off like every room in the house, you know, various things. It was severe, severe eating disorder. And he was going to this unit. And then in the same building, he went to a gender specialist who was like, no, that's got nothing to do with, that's got nothing to do with gender. I'm not going to talk to the eating disorder people. And anyone who knows about this will know that there's a phenomenon with boys who have autism that, what, sorry, who have an eating disorder that you want to make yourself smaller so you don't eat. I mean, that's what anorexia and bulimia are, right? It's a form of self-minimization. And so who is smaller, males or females? So very often the abusive use of, it's an abusive use of of estrogen that is kind of playing into and shoring up the eating disorder. And that works differently with girls, but there are also links there between girls and eating disorders that are quite different. Hmm. Um, and so this mum was left in this bizarre situation where she'd been going to this unit for ages and they've been telling her, you know, you have to tell him that it matters whether he has osteoporosis. Your job is to tell him that it matters. Like his dental health matters, his, his orthopedic health matters. Da, 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 da. And then there's just another room where there's somebody who's like, yeah, but that's got, that's fine. Like, you know, I mean, he'll kill himself unless he transitions. So what does it matter if he has really weak teeth that shatter? What does it matter if he has osteoporosis? What does it matter if he's... And she was just like, what? You're in the same building. It's like housing the firefighters and the arsonists in the same building. And they won't, <laughs> they won't talk to one another. They won't talk to one another and they won't... They won't recognize that these two forms of logic are just completely yeah. at odds with one another.
2: Yeah. So the the gender. So that, I mean, and, that, and, comes yeah. Yeah, and that, that comes back to
0: the cast review. Yeah, and that comes back to the cast review that one of the things Hillary Cass is trying to do is say, you don't get to you don't get to be an island. You you being the gender clinicians. You don't get to be an island. You don't get to say I'm not interested in whatever it is, bone health, or like Richie was talking about there, you know, dementia or all the rest of it. Because there's an argument that says all these things are a risk and you should still transition. Personally, I don't buy it, but, you know, you can make that argument and say, we'll go into it with your eyes open, that you're a massively elevated risk for all of these things. Um, so... I don't know. People seem to, people seem to have given up on not given up. People seem very cynical that the cast review will work, and I don't know. I think it's taken such a chunk out of them that yeah, sure there will be people who worked at the Tavistock who are now trying to kind of crab walk their way into other jobs, and, and yeah, of course. But I think there's. I think it's a, it has a really good chance of succeeding. Personally. I don't know. I mean having said that I'm not a service user so
1: yeah customer reviews the iceberg to uh the titanic well, that is the gender industry.
2: Hmm.
1: They don't even realize that they nice. one.
2: Well like we were saying before or <laughs> the topic that we were broaching before Angus joined is that you can you can solve or you can attack this or well you can challenge This on the level of the medicalization, but the medicalization is upstream from the culture and people are identifying into this. People are getting online and being allies and then identifying into this and their brain just gets fixated on becoming this thing and you can't stop them once they identify as this you can't stop them from like i was saying there's this twitter thread about this entire family over the course of four months the the, the mother the father and the child all transition they all swapped and they were talking about how glorious that was and how much trauma they all had to go through so they all talked themselves into this and that social phenomena um, can be treated or or can be uh th- the medical industry can you know do these ethical things and decide to do it or not but there's access to the hormones there's access to other countries that phenomena the cultural phenomena will persist i think it's going to grow and grow and then shrink but it's always going to be around like Hari Krishnas or something like that um some sort of religious cult it's just a part of the culture
1: there will, there, there will always be trans people and the aim was never to to uh then not be as many trans people it's not about that it's not about it's not about that there's there's trans people and oh my god we need to we need to do something about it it's about how vulnerable people with very very mirrored issues are being swept under not just accidentally but purposefully like it's now uh, the whole like autism thing is now especially in the UK is absolutely captured by the gender stuff like it's all over now now that having autism it used to be a barrier against transition in the gender clinic and it's now being used as well you know there's there's an overlap between autism and trans people because so many trans people are autistic and it's like yeah because you've sold a autistic people with a eating disorders, as you said, Angus, and stuff like that, this idea of being smaller and, you know, and it also covers the the facet of your sensitivity and if you're like me, if you've got like a same-sex attraction and you've got a lot of homophobia and you take the very absolutist approach and all these things can surmise into this wonderful idea that comes with its own online community that's available 24-7 for any distress or doubt that you experience
0: and then all of that gets worse because you're right so it's these vulnerable people but then you're put into the same category as Eddie (laughs) Izzard you're put into the same category or like not to mention anyone in particular but you're put in the same category as people who yeah I'm sure they've got their own unique traits but or like let's say Dylan Mulvaney or whatever do you know what I mean like people who are arguably have some pretty nefarious intentions. And so then opposition to the industry gets framed as opposition to a certain type of person. And those vulnerable people are in that group with totally different people with very, 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 very very different intentions, particularly towards women. And so then at that point you're already, I'm trans, I'm vulnerable. She is also trans. She is vulnerable. I'm her sister. And it's like, yeah, but you're going to suffer from the kickback against that. Whereas the kind of somebody who's a a lot less sensitive to what society thinks, maybe even to a degree where that becomes a little bit pathological, is just going to be fine. So you end up getting a double kicking Right, because you end up getting a kicking from some people who want to push back against this industry and are rightly annoyed at whatever it might be, like predatory AGP kind of behaviour. Mm-hmm. And so then the vulnerable kids kind of get it
1: in the neck twice, and it's that's that's the worst. That's the worst because I just think I what can. A, what a lot of people don't understand looking in is they think these people are mainly there to abuse women and whilst that does happen it's the young males who are getting targeted like the young transitioners they are the main target of these people and always have been because the easy access um, and well basically because the easy access you know yeah is
2: there there a way to I'm, I'm just wondering since we're on the topic of young men and all three of us are nominally men um <laughs> one of us is young <laughs> okay we we need to
0: slow down with the insults here because they're going so thick and fast i don't know who's being <laughs> insulted
2: <laughs> i was uh i'm bringing that up because uh what are some of the things that need to uh be tailored specifically to men or services for young men uh young gay men specifically um conscious uh, awareness raising or
1: uh i don't know if ideals other...
2: of masculinity or ideas of self uh, sufficiency um yeah you know, i don't you know, think jordan peterson's these... taken on the incels so we can forget about them he's got he's got them taken care of but what about the uh are there gay cells? A, is that a community?
1: Yeah, too? yeah, of course there is. There's, there's, there's fem cells and all sorts, you know. Um, but I don't think there is a a huge cultural issue in terms of accepting gay people. I think they were doing absolutely were doing absolutely fine in the in the two thousands and stuff. And there was there was still stuff to work on, and for the most part, uh, things seemed to to be getting better and I don't I'm think... Not,
2: I'm not talking culturally, I'm talking about like what kind of, uh, what kind of resource, not, like what kind well, of what I'm uh, is friendships, not, mentorships uh, No, uh, I don't you know,
1: think that's the issue the issue models, is yeah. the issue is the internet, the issue is the ideology, and the issue is that people who are vulnerable are getting caught up into it, that's the problem like you can build up all these great structures for men, but the people who are getting targeted probably won't Access it or be able, or feel part of that anyway. So it's like I, I do advocate that you should build them and you should have them, and you know if you build it, they'll come, sort of thing. But if I'm already not feeling like a guy and I'm already feeling detached from like male culture, why would I want to? invest myself anyway and you know you've gotta look at the sort of counterpulse. So the biggest counterpull before this was nerd culture because I met other males who had a very similar sort of sensitive and analytical approach to things rather than ha ha let's go out and get drunk and do whatever which wasn't in my interest whatsoever, you know.
0: Although it's not an either or, I would just like to speak up for drunk nerds just for a moment. But
1: yeah, go on. I got drunk. I got drunk yesterday. I had some gin. I had five gins. And I got drunk in bed by eight o'clock. It was a good night.
2: So you don't think that there's a counter ideology that that could form, or I mean, well, I if they're like... getting if 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 there's a pull into the trans ideology because of all these different factors that it has, community, sense of purpose, uh, sense of uh, fixing something about yourself, is there a counter, another kind of pull? Is there another kind of yeah, magnet? I, I that...
1: don't think you should market someone as being an icon just for one specific community. I think they should be accessible to, to everyone, like kind of Jordan Peterson can be listened to by a vast swath of different people, not just the proposed incel king as as they try to make him out to be, but mm-hmm. um, it's like, how about rather than just having that one guy who's gay, who's like the the one advocate of all gay masculine men, but you have a man who's masculine who is just a, just a good guy to look up to, and the fact he's gay or not shouldn't really be a factor. What should be a factor is... That that person motivates you, but because if you go into we need gay role models in this and that and the other to encourage <laughs> others, you fall into the same trap of where we've been, which is like mm. yes, queen, you are the best. Oh my god, you know. Uh, I'm not
0: sure we should have a gay community. I'm not fixed on that. What do you mean? I think um, why why do we need a gay community?
1: I think the gay community as it exists that I've experienced and sort of like the local nightlife, there is a degree of people who are more likely to talk with each other and they're more likely to you know, uh, bond easier and all that sort of thing. I've seen that happen, I've seen that yeah, No, happen. no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But why does that
0: community exist? Because because they want to get off with one another. I mean, that's why it was formed, right? That's why there yeah. are gay clubs. It's, it's basically yeah. sex. So you're talking about something which is kind of like a, a, a side effect, of a happy side effect, well, but a side effect at the creation of a sexual community. That's fine, I get that. I'm talking about, we, we talk about role models and you're talking about like visions of masculinity and all the rest of it why do why should we be why should we be segregating ourselves off
1: i mean you know what chances do you have in a in a in a straight bar right like if I, you go to a straight bar and you're hitting a guy there's a high chance you might get punched in the face you know it's not always like yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what i mean especially mm-hmm. up here you know there there is a need for that I'd, i don't think we're quite Uh, so
2: to reframe the question what are the qualities that would be good for young men who are vulnerable to getting swept up into transition um, which might not be right for them what kind of qualities would be good for them to witness what kind of
1: the need of strong... Make them, sport, make them do sport. Make them do Fuck sport. Make them do sport. Fuck off. That did not work for me. Make them do I
0: sport. Just... It w- it w- and I would have told you it wouldn't have worked for me. You make them do it. You make them You make them hold their own in the world of men. You make them. Sorry, you make them. I, I hid for a year because I worked out I could trick the PE teachers, and I told one PE teacher I was in his class, <laughs> and the other PE teacher I was in his class. Just like class the and NHS. I A year. A year I hid in the toilet and didn't do any PE. Why did it work? No, somebody should have given a crap enough about me to find me and, and I'm, I'm not blaming anyone else that so I was a cunning little bugger, and I knew what I was doing. but no, you have to you you can't opt out. there's too much of that. There's too much of saying to thirteen and fourteen year olds like, "Oh, you know yourself, you know what's in your best interest." No, you don't shut up, go run around the pitch. You are a boy. And you will run round that track with the other boys and you don't have to like it. And once you get out of school, you can stop doing it, which I would have done. And to this day, I do not do sport. That's fine. But when you start to give people outs, when you start to give people, well, you're gay. So maybe we can kind of, you know, maybe, maybe you can go off and you can join drama club. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe like there'll be some special lunchtime thing. What you are doing is you are reinforcing the idea that you are not a proper boy.
2: Mm-hmm. This is interesting because it sounds like a almost martial, um, uh, martial, martial, kind of like a uh, martial, like a military, militaristic kind of
1: thing. I don't think that's always the right thing because I got thrust into that environment and I did not do well at all and wanted to withdraw even mm-hmm. further. So I would say if you really want to engage in the soft autistic people, you need to get them involved in stuff that involves anything medieval, like rec- like the whole sort of like live action recreation stuff, building, like um, building outdoor structures and from scratch, like primitive technology, oh, I siege weapons. Like I agree with strong, that as well, yeah. Like yeah. you can't, if you shove them in a, a group with other boys that – other boys learn to pick up on who the weak one is to assert their own male dominance, right? And it's always going to be people like me who get the shit end. And I'm like, no, don't shove them into sport. That's terrible advice, Angus. Sorry, but, you, no. but
0: you've got you've got to learn to push back against that because at some point that is going to happen. So what and is gain and it,
1: and it made it worse. By... And I'm I'm sorry. A lot of people feel the same. I don't think that's the solution. To push them in. The deep end, I think the need the need to have their own separate thing and it's not drama club, but when it comes to the sort of soft, autistic, intelligent, you need to look outside the box for what we have. Take them trampoline and for fuck's sake. Just don't shove them in with a bunch of lads at football, you'll just it'll just destroy the self esteem. They're not gonna be like, Ha, huh, better man up. It just does not I just the yeah, disagree. no, no,
0: but I have that experience. I, I hated it. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have that exact same experience. I hate it. I truanted over it. I know exactly what you mean. But I think it comes if you can either get through it when you're 15 and you're fairly plastic in, in terms of your cognition and you have those horrible traumas and you have that, that horrible, horrible day or week or whatever, year or whatever it was, or you can be kind of protected from it and then it hits you round the corner, round the, the side of the head when you're 22, and you've got – you're seven years behind in terms of developing tools to actually stand up for yourself. This is the thing. We've got to be mindful of the pernicious logic of, well, you're gay, so you're not really a proper man.
1: No, that's, but that's what just we're talking a proper about. man. Yeah, a proper man doesn't have to run around a field to prove he's a proper man, does he? It doesn't it's not about proving he's a proper man it's
0: doing everything else that all of your peers are doing. Like I'm completely open to the idea of let's abolish school sports. We can have that conversation and you will find you are pushing at an open door. But do you see what I mean? Like it's I'm I'm reacting negatively against the idea of this whole gsa okay with well, your gays. So we need to like pull you out like pull you out of whatever class let's put you somewhere special because you know you're suffering and it's difficult and you've got these challenges which other kids don't have
1: no i, I just think though, Angus, like if if they want to do the sports let them do the sports but if polar now is an option like especially for autistic autistic kids in school do not do well, full stop. Like, it is such a shit environment for uh, especially if you're an autistic boy. Autistic girls get, like, female peer bullying is is vicious in its own way, but male peer bullying tends to be extraordinarily violent and extraordinarily cruel. And I don't feel like autistic uh, people belong in the system with the wolves i think the need to not have their own special place but just away from the mainstream it, they just don't thrive that in in these large spaces in in like large groups it's just no i think get them building something practical in nature and i know you disagree i, I would like i would like no 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 i would like okay i think you're i think you're dead right about
0: uh using your hands and building stuff i'd like all kids to be doing that I, I,
1: They need strong male role models is the the thing, preferably from within the family. And a lot of that, a school can't fix Mm -hmm. even with a male teacher. Sometimes it starts at home. Maybe it's like, you know, you're very sensitive and you're picking up, like, there's a lot of dysfunction in the family, you know. And it doesn't matter what, what role model you have out in the world. It might literally start at home and that might just be the starting point point. Uh, and for me that could have been one of them but the way I say it is you kind of get like pushes and shoves in a certain direction and for me I just unfortunately had the right pushes and shoves to go down the route that I did and you know one of those pushes and shoves was sort of family dysfunction which has a big bearing on male confidence anyway.
0: Yeah but that's no different to to me and that i i mean of course it's different because we're from different families but i can tell you it was no worse like what i went through was no worse because i know i think a little bit more about your upbringing yeah i
1: think we're just uh, interject just interject me and angus actually do know each other very well and i think we do so there's kind of (laughs) everyone's just like why are these two arguing it's just like
0: i'm not even sure we are arguing i think i think what i'm trying to i think we're close i think we're closer than you think maybe it's not maybe i'm not expressing myself terribly well i worry about like This is more American, right? So just set aside your upbringing and my upbringing. There's this whole thing of my son's gifted. My son's really gifted. He's he's, he's different and he's gifted. And I'm, not, I'm starting to think, are you helping him? Are you actually helping a child by saying he's special, he's different, he needs to be, there needs to be a different context? Now, sometimes I think, yeah, absolutely, with physical disabilities and all the rest of it. But a lot of the time, I, I genuinely think it is delaying necessary developmental and often painful developmental steps. I really, really do. Um and I can see that that I can see aspects of that in my own childhood slightly, but I think that's getting I genuinely, Richie, I think it's getting worse. I think it's getting worse because there's a lot of middle class very, very articulate parents who are very, very naturally, they want to stand up for their kids. But are you really helping them by saying, yeah, I, I have to pull him from this, and he has to be alone to do this, and um, he gets sensory overload, so we need to put him in a quiet room to do this? Because then at some point, he's going to go into the world.
1: I mean, yeah, that's one extreme of, like, cotton wool parenting, but I don't think it needs to mm. be as, as stringent as that. But, like, the reality is... Point. That's a good point. You know, you, like a, a typical high school with a kid that isn't socially aware or, you know, or isn't as athletic as his peers, you know, they're going to pick on them, you know, and he's not going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be like, well, that's going to just cause them to be more depressed, more anxious, more with more self-esteem and more withdrawn. So it's less likely to be sorry Ben so he so hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If. If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news Right, right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch.
2: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. I like what Angus, uh, well, both of you guys were saying like, do we throw the kids to the wolves and get them to learn how to stand their ground and, and do the counter wolf thing or do we separate them from the wolves so that they can have a better development but then they will or they run away from the wolves on line and to the snake pit they run f- from the wolves to the snakes and then they can't tell the snakes so they're, they're gonna learn hard lessons just in the manipulative rather than the.
1: that was uh, exactly yeah. my point though like i got I did not want to hang around with enemy peers cuz the trait is like absolute fucking garbage so I went yeah. online and gave myself away to these fucking monsters as a teenager and uh that's the I suppose story the question
0: we're all centering on is how how do we stop kids who are who are different in, in the way that we're talking about how do we stop them being treated like crap right how do we stop that so that they don't run into, because I ran into an online space of a different kind. And um, I don't
1: have all the answers to that. I th- um, it's all down to class size at the end of the day. It always will be class size. When you look at countries like... Yeah, there are some Nordic countries who have got the snail down to an exact science. Like the amount of... Cl- like like the, it's all to do with the attention you can give the student and the destruction that causes and the the thing is if you've got like a class full of 30 kids and statistically say 10 15 percent are from abusive area and let's say you're in a really high unemployment area with a lot of drugs and crime let's say that percentage goes up to 25 percent all of a sudden you've got like a huge a suave of your class that is disrupting all the others and causing all this hell and the teachers they're supposed to Control that somehow, even though, like, all their like, absent parent or abusive parents so or whatever the shit is going on in their lives, they can't fix that shit. But when you've got like 10, that percentage drops. In our worst case scenario say you've got like 10 in your class and and it's like in that bad area and it's like that 25%. All of a sudden, you've got only got two kids in the class that are causing this disruption. Two is a much easier and different number to handle you can bring in people on those two but when you've got a class of 30 and you've got like seven or eight of them like a pack of wolves at the back you've got no fucking chance school's got no chance and that's kind of where we're at and um and i think it would solve a lot of issues across the board with just a smaller more intimate class
2: well we can always just uh, engineer a bacteria or a virus and take out uh, most of the population. So we can just trim down society back to it. And
1: Is it. it QAnon? <laughs> just where we know. go, one, we wherever. <laughs> uh,
2: how do you scale up a, a system like that? I mean, that's a big, but I did like what you guys were saying about, um, <laughs> Uh, switching, the, switching maybe the focus of education, at least physical education, from competition to maybe construction or something like that, where they have to cooperate in a way, or they're competing toward a goal not to dominate each other, but to build well, something well, or something well, like that. But they're still using I mean, their body. Yeah. They're still engaged with the real world um, in that environment, a more work-oriented or production-oriented environment rather than I'd, just swallowing for its own sorry. sake it
1: might be i remember before the internet i remember before computers like when we would no, go you would, you liar I you do, don't remember the i do internet. i do yes i fucking do i do i remember going out it's a hovis advert and you're just
0: <laughs> tricking yourself and thinking it's your
1: method <laughs> yeah so i'm He's going good. out and i'm running through the field and my mom's just made some bread no wait, and wearing a flat cap.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, somebody goes past build...
0: Penny farming and says, "Good morning, Richard."
2: <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> yes, so we used to build bases and like would build like would steal the the, the life thing from the the river nearby the life you to make a, like a Tarzan roll, which probably can't describe it that way anymore. Um, uh would set fires. We would dig for some reason. We like to dig. Um, and we're just like play with our hands and and we didn't build anything like really good. We didn't build anything that was fine craft. It was garbage, but it was fucking fun. It was like some of the best outdoor. Like and childhood memories I'm in, in that
2: is. in that environment uh, of course you're you're choosing your friend group but dealing with competing wills dealing with uh learning how to stand your ground uh learning how to the power dynamics male power dynamics and stuff like that was uh more not wholesome but more adaptive for you
1: less, less it was tremor. i think it wasn't aggressive there was no aggression There was no threat like i think it was well known like there was one or two friends that i had grown up because I would cycle through different friends as as people and kids did, but especially me. Um, most of the friends didn't. I had one friend who used to always like physically attack us and torture us, and it wasn't really a friend. He was just being a dick, and I stopped hanging around with him. And, uh, but the ones who didn't, it was just like there was like a mutual understanding. You just don't kind of go there. We're not really the way. You know, there were always the nerdier friends, weren't really into play fighting, but would still build shit and burn shit, you know? Like the our sort of intellectual sort of uh fighting would come at who can make the thing burn the fastest in the most ludicrous way or you yeah, know. Bring them. back pyromancy. Maybe that's oh, uh, God, no, such, let boys burn things. Yeah, God, I, I'm surprised. I, I don't See, I record.
0: never had any of that, and I I think I would have done very well with that kind of thing. Were you or pretty not, isolated, I, I if you don't
2: I'm... mind me asking? Grown up.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm hesitant to say Never too late, I Angus. To come off as, I don't want to come off as as criticizing my my parenting, because it's it's complicated. But yeah, yeah and it would have been helpful but it's just it was just the circumstances of it, um, no, but no it yeah. and no no one was
1: criticized
0: and i think practice. that's what i'm i'm kind of in my clumsy way saying like make them do sport but that's sort of what i'm getting at that i was i was isolated from that and like the whole playing out culture and and not for it's just the way things happened it's it, it's not It's not a burn on my family. It's just the way things happened. But I think that now I look at the kind of McMansion suburbia type. Like, if you look at the classic ROGD kid, they're in a McMansion, Mm. in a sea of lawn. If they want to play with their friend, they have to agree that their mum or their dad has to drive them to go and play with their friend. Then they have to be driven home. They get driven to school. They have low spatial awareness. They... don't know how to walk anywhere and I did one of the things I did get to do is I got to walk like five miles from the south of the city to the north of the city to visit my best friend and then I would walk five miles back so I at least got that I at least got some connection with my physical environment and now these kids they're so it's like they live in turrets like in castles do you know what
1: I mean some of them particularly let's also talk about what happens when they do express themselves in the masculine energy they get medicated or they get put in like the get you know psychiatrists why are they acting this way why are they disrupting the class maybe because your teacher is boring as fuck and you're teaching a boring as fuck subject and they're like hmm this kid isn't being a zombie i wonder what we can what we can do to make them a zombie and it's like Mm -hmm. kids like boys have got no chance especially expressing anger which Mm. uh like is is an important emotion, especially for boys, because boys are the ones who have the power when they're grown men. Well, you're just saying that they need sport.
2: That. Then that's what you're saying. They need they need sport. Basically. Yeah. I don't
1: think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think anger is, is. I think they need to be. They need to learn how to control anger in a constructive way, and it's not sport isn't all hmm. the right way. They need to learn how to have a confrontation confrontation and the need to learn how to control themselves when they lose when they feel like they're losing control. That is a skill every person who is on the autistic spectrum needs to master. Because one of the worst things you can do, like I I hate it myself. When I go into like a full, full meltdown, I Worry for the safety of others because I feel like I can't control myself. Obviously, I've had a lot of work in in that, and I know what to do and remove myself from the situation. But these skills I need to get taught are the more sensitive and the more impulsive ones. But they don't. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to control it. So what happens is they, you know, they get obsessed with this idea and they get a gun and they go fucking shoot everyone. And everyone's like, oh, we need to ban guns. And it's like well maybe you need this is a symptom of a lot of other issues especially with young males um Plus, no,
0: nearly all of those boys are, are fatherless right most of pretty much. that's my understanding which goes back
1: yeah and it goes back down to the core fundamentals of what type of role models you need society fuck society you need role models at home you need strong Uh, Connections, you need strong work. It doesn't have to be a mother and father. Mm. It could be like, say, a single mother, but maybe it's a very, very, I don't know, maybe a cool uncle or something like that. Just a really good, or a grandfather, whoever, a brother. But they need someone. Mm. They need someone. They can't do it by themselves. Otherwise, they just get left to guesswork and they think, well, I'm not a man, so I must be a woman. And here's the solution. We agree on that. I couldn't put that best of myself.
2: Absolutely. And burn fathers and burn pits. That's what we need for the boys. It's a place to go burn shit up. and
1: There are seriously like trebuchets, medieval shit, like anything to do with, like, Coordinate, honestly, yeah. like arrows, balls and arrows. Oh my God. Archery. I don't know what it is. With archery and artists, but yeah. that's an instant win for that one. Um, also, I want to go back on me and Angus, because everyone's just like, who are these two? Why are these two in the channel? Um, and just to say a big heartfelt thank you from mine and all the other D-Trans males who have who have that. changed their lives for the better, saved lives. Uh, and well. When I, I came have to out, say, though, go on. When I, I you, on. first started and I was public, I had no one to fall back onto. I had no steer, no advice. I had no. I was just literally like bleeding my heart out, and then the Detransmail group came along, and then Angus had set it up with uh, Nick and Robin because obviously, you know, um, Limpy, dear, and Robin, and um, and you were just there from the start, like. All the time, whenever I needed you, and there was stuff that has happened. My in that
0: weirdo, case. my weirdo honorary detrans. Yeah. What
1: the hell? <laughs> it was like you know, there was there would be things that would happen that you know we're dealing with people who have went through severe, severe, like medical trauma, and these people aren't all well. And some situations have arisen before when we're like, what the fuck do we do here? Like, what literally, what do we do here? And we're like, angles. Nangus has been there so. it's 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 actually
0: frightening to me because you see you, you, like what's the average age i mean whatever let's call it 20
1: some number that say. starts
0: with a 2 yeah i was going to yeah. say 25 and you go into that server which is which is male only which is i think perfect and necessary, really necessary um and it's frightening to see th- like a 20 year olds leading one another through this situation. Like that's, you know, and I'm going through my own medical situation and, and I think, okay, I've got like a, a, a whole list of numbers I can call if I have a question or if I'm fearful about something and you guys have just been abandoned and you're leading one another through this. And it's like, it's it's really terrifying. There was one comment on the video I did with you Benjamin, which was from, I hope he won't mind me saying this, Robin. And uh, it made me slightly, I'm not crying, you are, um, because I feel like he's been terribly let down. And uh, and he said, he basically said what I was saying was necessary. and And the way that you... Guys in those servers support one another. I mean, I've only seen one of them, but my understanding is it's kind of, it's two things. It's phenomenal and it's really heartening, but at the same time, it's terrifying that you are being left to support one another when you shouldn't be in a situation without guidance from the people who put you on this road, it, it's, it's almost makes me think of those people smugglers who put people in the boats in the Mediterranean, and then just push the boat off and it's got enough fuel to get you halfway across the Mediterranean. And then they're like, don't worry, the Italians will pick you up. And then they just go off with their money. You know, it's really, it's so exploitative and it's so awful. And I think it's, I don't know. I mean, the, the history books will never see what goes on in those servers and will never see that people the people staying up until all hours to help one another, the people sending one another messages saying, I'm worried about this person. I'm really, I'm really concerned. What do we do? Do we do this? Do we do that? I don't know what to do for the best. I don't want to push him over the edge. I don't want to abandon him. No one, no one's ever going to see that. And that's the real, Hmm. that's terrible. That's terrible. That's the kind of thing it's it's you know, that's the kind of thing that should be shoved in these people's faces, these these clinicians' faces, that they're just hmm. leaving you to do it's it's way bigger than aftercare. It's life. It's it's life in this unknown, experimental, untested state. And so while it's very I find it very inspiring because you're doing it, and it's and it's a very beautiful thing, it's also hmm. you shouldn't having to do it.
2: all quiet on the d-trans front sounds like a war story because a bunch of kids in trenches
1: dealing like PTSD. the lost boys yeah. lord, yeah. Of, the flies. Is, lord is, of the
0: flies i was actually gonna say lord of the flies there's a lord of the flies kind of vibe of these people just trying to just trying to make it through and, and and then, of course, that the other aspect, which we touched upon, but it's worth reiterating, is being attacked from various different angles, being told you're literally just the expression of your own story is, that's actually about me, narcissist, because me and also my thing and me, narcissist. And then being attacked from other angles as well, being attacked by people who cannot find it within themselves to have any sympathy for any male under any circumstances who has fallen into the trap of thinking about himself as female um and who are just yeah I just I don't
1: as a minority I don't know what to say and. about that well, for those yeah, that yeah. minority, they, that minority can take the fucking meds, you know. I don't give a fuck about them. I really don't. Yeah, you let's, let's not I'm big. For,
0: let's not make something bigger than it is. I agree.
1: It with is. It about. is a tiny group. It's a tiny of unhinged, mentally ill people who call themselves Rodfems or call themselves JC. These are the type of people who are just like fucking absolutely insane and uh that the market it is like oh this is what all the radfems and GCs think and it's like no nah, i've met lords i've met and talked a hundred it's not it's not an actor right, no, pro- there's probably
0: like 20 of them in the whole world and i wonder right, I honestly
1: i would like yeah and i honestly the ones who aren't like clearly like got a few screws loose. i seriously wonder some of them are actually just tra's undercover like, because some of the things they say... Oh, well, one of saw. them is. One
0: of them One of them is. One of
1: them is. We know this. But, like, the ones yeah, who aren't this. are equally, like, just... You're just a nutter with an internet connection. And just because you said that spicy take doesn't mean I have to take anything you say seriously. However, it would be different if JK said it, Maya Falstater said it, Bev Jackson said it, or, like, every... You name it, JC female if they were all Stella says it. it
0: Stella says it Stella says the good thing Stella stands up for the Stella stands up for the lads she yeah
1: does. but like if if they you were all if they were all saying these horrific things I would be paying mm. attention to but because it's one random oh matter. I see sorry I yeah, yeah yeah I thought you meant if, no, no, if somebody no. called it out no loads of people call it out but this is what I'm saying the GCs do call it out but the main this minority vocal group that's all they are. They're just a whisper in the wind, side store, like side is that,
2: is that a shared opinion within the D-Trans male community that the, the rad fems are just they're on another track, they're on another line. Any pushback from them oh, doesn't really
0: have... Some, some rat fans not the radfems, fans some rat so, so. yeah.
1: Some, um, like, we don't care what they do. Like, they do what they do. Like, they're going to still be doing what they do when this quietens down. They've got their own thing. I'm not going to stop them. But it's not
2: in interfering or causing stress, extra stress upon uh, the, no. the, the, the groups that...
1: Um, uh, I mean, when we're very small... It did, because we were very, very like, you need to have, like, you're not welcome in this space unless you come through us sort of thing, and we will judge everything you say with a fine-tooth comb before you get any traction. And it was like, it really did feel like a lot of us were, like, for the first time talking about our stuff and finding ourselves very judged. Like, I've had a very steep learning curve in coming out, finding out big names and finding out how it all works and the theory behind it like i am not up to date on all me reading but there's been a lot of information coming my way and one of the things i'd never considered once in transition was how some transitioners use women as a shield from violent men like and i was like god that's a that was one of the the sort of feminist talking points that made me go wow that's really true you do I totally understand that. That and that's not a woman's problem, that's a male problem, right? And I understand that. But I didn't I didn't I wasn't exposed to anything like that during my transition at all. None of that came my way. So when I first came out, I, I kind of had a very similar attitude to that. But when somebody like sat and like talked to it and was like, you know, women aren't a shield for you but they didn't say it in an aggressive way, they were saying it in a very like you can you can learn and then you get the ones who are vindictive as fuck and these are the ones who the up in all of the threads like i remember when i did the the call out for sinead um and you had these really bitter people like Commenting, what is the money going to be used for? Which treatments? Where? And has, can anyone else pay for this? And have you? Well, I'm, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to donate this one because, you know, I, I don't believe like you're going to you're going to take the money off some shit. Adam, I don't know. It was like totally unhinged. How's how some is this these, male? Uh, how is this male some abuse of these, this female? You know? Yeah. Some of these
0: people, though, I think it's just
1: it's take actually
0: just a much more general yeah it's a much more generalized internet phenomenon that the the thoughts they have are like french uh, to quote a very good friend of mine that they're just like clouds they just pass through and one minute they're like all you know all all type x people are evil and then the next minute they're upvoting the comments of type x people and sharing the content of people that like 25 minutes before they're like you're evil and you just think okay that's fine Mm -hmm. You're just not terribly deep. And that's okay, because I don't have to live with you.
2: So, <laughs> so okay, so I think I can reframe an earlier question about role models and stuff. So what kind of... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Advice or what What attitude, Angus, did you bring to those boys? And and what what are some of the things that were most helpful or useful just being present I mean the method and 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 the substance that could possibly just lead to uh, advice or tips for other people that want to be helpful specifically men for men what was some of the good the, the stuff that, that was fruitful in that
0: I, I don't think I did as as much as you you think I did I think it, it was more just about It was more just about being there and not being a member of that community, but saying there are very good reasons to listen to these people, um, and there are very good reasons to to extend to them your your empathy and lend them your ears, basically. I think that that's probably, it's probably no more than that.
2: Um, So kind of an advocate for, on behalf of them to other communities, is that what you're saying?
0: I mean, even that's a little strong, but I think just, just, as I say, just kind of not not ignoring or vilifying, just being somebody who's like, okay, this is a, this is a group of people who have uh, the whole of their lives ahead of them and are actually have some really fabulous traits and have an awful lot to offer. And in many cases, they've made decisions which are, in my view, objectively regrettable, but hey, we've all got a past and don't write them off because that was in many ways that was coming from both directions. You have this horrible, so obviously you have like the very conservative, like look at these wrecked awful people. Oh God, their lives are over, which is really wrong. uh, Dehumanizing, arguably quite exploitative, but then you can also get that from people who think that that's a constructive argument against, uh transgender medicine it's it, it's not a constructive argument because it turns you into somebody who is dehumanizing somebody else and fundamentally as soon as you start doing that you've lost in any argument as soon as you start identifying a group and saying they're screwed that that's awful you're not you're not helping um so i suppose it was you've got this group which I mean, I know more about the D-trans males. I'm not saying this is untrue of the D-trans females, but they're being attacked from a number of different directions. And so if the only people standing up for them are within that group, that's not a good situation. And I think I think that's... Well, th- that is one of the reasons that... Because Genspect was set up as a voice for parents, and then we changed... Whenever it was, we changed... The strap line, I guess it would have been, I don't know, maybe it was March or April, uh, to for a rational approach to gender, and that was very deliberate. That was very deliberate because we had long conversations between the two of us, and we were like, "No, we need to be there for detransitioners. We just need to be there for detransitioners, kind of almost whether detransitioners want to or not, because we don't want to tread on anyone's toes." Ultimately, the best thing is for detransitioners to speak for detransitioners in their own voices. It's always best if you can speak in your own voice, but it's also good to have other people saying, no, don't vilify people from any direction, whether it's from the conservative direction or whether it's from a kind of GC direction or whether it's from a Rad Femme direction or whatever. It's not useful. And it's in my view, it's not morally correct. And that's not to gloss over the horrible impact of certain autogynephilic behaviors on the world and on women in particular. I I wouldn't seek to gloss over that. I think it needs more discussion than it's getting. But ultimately, with young, we're talking about, like Mm. Richie said, it's 24, 25. That's the average age. If you look at 24 and 25 year olds and you say, well, you're responsible for everything you've ever done. It's your own fault. I'm not that interested in what you have to offer the world.
2: Hmm. Or equating them with somebody like uh, Eddie Izzard, is that his name? Like this comedian right? saying that there's this privileged white male or this privileged male. In a position of power, well, he's certainly a, joke. a girl day. I'm not sure he's a comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> well, he he is the same class as these detransitioners. These these 25 year old right. boys, right? They're, they're exactly. The same. Exactly. So it should be. True. And I don't want to make it a generational thing because there are also, you
0: know, there's there's other people we could mention who are there's different uh, levels of power. Obviously, That's what I'm saying, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different levels of power. That's a good way to put it. That you know, when you have people with really profound problems it's not helpful to put them in this bucket with people who are just very obviously like, let's say fetishistic Um and, and really nothing else. That's kind of what's driving them. And of course we know that there are men who go through life being driven by a fetish and, and little else. Mm-hmm. That's not new.
2: I have a fetish for smooth audio. That's,
0: That's called, what, what is it? You've 45. got the thing where the the softly no the softly spoken
2: As- when people ASMR. do this kind of
0: thing. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, that thing ASMR.
2: What does that even stand for? ASMR, uh, 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 some sort of sensory motor reflex or something. It makes you give it to the little shiver thing. I think that's what something that makes you shiver. I'm kidding. That's not my real fetish. I, I keep my real fetishes under wraps, but
1: I <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna you gonna do a little it. breadcrumbs, you know, he's going to bombard uh, you with emails now, but <laughs> No I know I'm just gonna I'm gonna make up some wild accusations loosely interpreted from a tweet or something what you're <laughs> in never just gonna it's pick to one me. at random as well. People never it's buy that people never buy that. I know what it is. It's the anglophile <laughs> shit that's what I, it is. I love the uh, lingua stuff uh. Uh, that, yeah, that we can just touched He's
2: a, upon. He's a
0: constitutional monarchist <laughs> fetishist. <laughs> he, watched the funeral, he watched the funeral and it was disgusting. It was I, was like, I didn't even know. The
1: whole watch thing was porn. Funeral. Like, I didn't I know I to, didn't either. I didn't know either. And they like, like, loads of millions, billions of people have tuned in and I'm like, did he watch it? And they're like, what? What channel was that on? I don't know. I was like, I didn't even know. <laughs> well, every channel TV. apparently.
2: When the queen went through, did they just drive the body through every street, right? What did you guys do when, when she passed by your houses? Literally
0: to... every street in Britain. That's how it works. They drove it, drive it like... through every, every street.
2: Did you guys <laughs> go out and wave? Like, what's the proper,
1: like, I'm do you just bow, the you instant,
2: throw a road, or... <laughs> You know, I live in the
0: Republic of Ireland, right? I'm just going to stress <laughs> the word. Republic of Ireland. Well, re- no, the queen's, the queen's body did not pass Okay.
2: This <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. Nope. So what's, what's hot? What's the hot button issue? You guys getting embroiled in anything uh, this week? Anything new happening on the horizon? Any, any juicy tidbits of a personal nature that you guys want to air out to the trivia hungry public? Uh, get some special insight into
1: your psyches. Uh, No, I'm I like I'm fairly open about the shit I do. I'm just like, I'm not hiding it at this point. I'm just like, yeah, I've talked to this person, I've talked to that person. Uh, <clears throat> Speaking of Robin, Robin keeps telling us off for the amount of podcasts that I keep doing because I've done a lot You're wrong, now. Robin. I've done You're nearly wrong. 30, I think. I've done so How many reviews. I've done a crazy amount now. Needs to I need a break, I need a holiday. Uh push sure. Is it so. helping you? Is it is it helping you kind of <laughs> yeah, it did. process? Like for the first four or five months it was definitely a huge good way of processing then now I'm kind of feeling like mm-hmm. the the urgency has kind of died down a lot. Still obviously detransition, but like the urgency to tell everything is kind of being sits like satisfied I would say. You know, there's there's nothing there's a lot of shit I want to tell the world, but I can't because of court case and B because of other factors that I can't get into. But there is a huge part of my story that I have never ever talked about and there is a lot that I would love to eventually talk about but I can't really at the moment because of everything going on. Um, is that medi- medical, legal? Everything. Medical, oh, there's legal. so much. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot. But I've also been quite forthcoming in in sort of the headline information. I suppose a lot of it is just the, the details, but there's just a whole, I don't know. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot I didn't get into and haven't had a chance to get into that I would like to because I feel it's all relevant to this because, and the reason is, as other day trans mails we've got such a similar pipeline, like, really do. It's so... You could write it on a bit of paper how cliche it is for some of us, and I'm trying to, like, capture it all in writing um, because... You know, I have all... Sometimes I have these great profound thoughts and um, memories of something that I think, oh, God, I really need to talk about that because that's important to this. And then it just kind of withers away out of my head. So I'm trying my best to write as much stuff as possible down in no coherent fashion. Um but yeah, that's kind of my stuff. Is just basically I'm writing a lot. Don't know what I'm doing with it, but I'm writing a whole lot. I'm not. I'm not doing any more sub for a long time. I'm taking it, taking that super easy. But the writing is just a whole other personal project where it's basically me entire life and story and going down everything. That's helping
2: Richie. I, I'm wondering. Um, you've made some posts about detransitioning and resisting that. I'm, I'm wondering like, uh, if you can ex- expound on that a little bit. It seems resisting. like... Resisting. Uh, it sounds... Uh, from what I've seen you express on Twitter, it's like, I I, I went through this transition and I didn't want to do that. Now I have to go through this detransition and I don't want to do this. Is it because you're tired of that? Or is there something about detransition that in and of itself is a project? A whole other project? Oh, yeah. or-
1: yeah, it's just another obsession. But in my mind, it's a much healthier obsession than any obsession I've had before. Because I tried it exactly the same way as transition. It was me life, nothing else, you know. And I went way deep into it, you know. <laughs> Obviously not in the same way. When, well, in transition, I went way worse, actually, <laughs> uh, when you think about it. But... um this is certainly been an obsession, because I do have an obsessive personality, but it's an obsession that I'm aware is an obsession, um, and I know my limits, and I know when I'm getting when I need to take a break and stuff, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing.
2: Are, are you saying and, like being AD transition or public facing of speaking about the issue or yeah. going through all of the body? Um, oh no, the, the, the public stuff. face and stuff. The okay.
1: the the body stuff is going to be ongoing forever. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna. That that saga is never gonna end. There'll always be something. There'll be a new hell. There'll be a new problem. There's always something I'm finding out that I'm having to deal with and. It'll just get worse, and I know it is going to get worse, which is why I'm trying mm. to speak as much as possible in short period of time because I don't know what's going to happen in the future when. I might be fine for f- 40 years, you know. I might be absolutely fine, but there's a high chance that I might not be. I could have a stroke within a few years. I could have a heart attack. I could you know, start losing my me mental faculties quite quickly. I could develop a really severe autoimmune issue if I am not already. I've already got a really high elevate, elevated uh, white blood cell count anyway, which has caused concern. Um, and then you add in, like, lifestyle and everything else, and it's like, you know, there's a lot of things that work for us. There's a lot of things that works against us, but I'm treating it as if, you know, what happens if I wasn't here this time next year? I, I don't, I'm, I'm fine by the way, I'm just saying, what happens if I wasn't? What happens if for, God forbid, I got hit by a bus, right? If that happened, what, like, I want to make sure that I'm leaving something behind for me as well, and something that is going to be useful, something that is going to help too, I'm not just saying it for the sake of getting the attention, I'm saying it because I wanted to help someone, whether it's a trans person, or somebody who thinks they're trans, or somebody who's thinking about detransition, or somebody who's close to somebody who's in the phrase of it. I just want them to read it and think, oh, fuck, that helped a lot. I don't want them to read it and say, oh, you know, I followed that advice and it was absolutely terrible. That's not what I'm hearing. I'm hearing the opposite. I'm hearing, you know, I related strongly to that. That sounds a lot like my son, me friend, me brother, whoever. And there'll be little things that will say that will help. Or it'll be somebody who will contact us and be like, I'm so fucking, I'm sorry what you went through, but I'm so glad you told me what you went through so I didn't have to go through it myself. And you've got people who aren't getting surgery, which to me is like, people are like, oh, why are you so concerned about other people's genitals? And I'm like, this is fucking horrific and it needs to end. That's why, you know, how dare a victim speak out against the the thing that has hurt them, you know, it's like there is no mystery in it. Of course I've been hurt and of course I don't want others to get hurt. And I know that in itself is like that whole sort of you know when somebody like <clears throat> has a terrible accident or something and then they start advocating for road safety as, as a way to sort of deal with the trauma and it's like obviously I don't want to turn into the detrans version of that but I do want to get it out. As much as possible possible as quick as possible because I could I'm I might not be in this whole thing in next year. You know, and I just want my voice heard, which I think I've done my job with that. And I'm nearing its completion. So we need we need new detransitioners. It can't just be the same. You can't be hearing from me. Oh that'll be new ones. There'll I know nuanced. the will. Worry I about know that. the will. <laughs> I know the will. I know there'll be fucking tons and shit like that, and uh, mm. I really, really want someone else to take centre stage from the male side. That would be glorious, <laughs> um, and I think that will come soon. But um, <laughs> I don't mind uh, existing in the background silently for a while. I'm not gonna disappear forever, but. This can't be your life. It can't be your... I don't want to be a, a de-trans activist for in five years' time. If I am, you've got permission to pull this video up and be like, what the fuck are you doing, Richie? <laughs> right? I don't want to be... in. Any... You've got to
0: be a bit suspicious about the permanent activists as well, because that's how we got, <clears> here. we got here. That's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because now. of Stonewall saying, okay, crap, we've won every battle we want. Uh, yeah what are we going to do? And pivoting from sexuality to gender, right? It's permanent activism. And when I fell into, I don't know, whatever gender critical, if you want to call it that, I fell into the orbit of somebody who can remain nameless, who, who's now, now I know a bit more, is, has, has, a, has a terrible reputation as a grifter, terrible reputa- reputation as a grifter and just trying to make money. And that's a real thing. It's, uh, I know it's. You could argue. People would say like, "Oh, right, okay, so that can be used by TRAs." Hey, You're sorry, saying Angus?
2: so. Are you talking about like, like me?
0: I'll, I'll I'll email you.
2: It's Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> on my own channel.
1: <laughs> Grifton bus driving with your smooth talking conversations.
0: <gasps> I, hear he's, I hear he's an ASMR fetishist as well. did I smooth audio. <laughs> and I stumbled into gender. <laughs> that smooth audio is to ASMR as map is to pedophile. Stop gaslighting me. Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. ouch. But that's, that's a real a th- that, That's a real thing. And as soon as you've got any community of like thousands of people, you're going to have somebody who's a bad actor. Mm-hmm. And the permanent activism thing, it's, it's kind of it should be it should be a form of red flag
1: yeah yeah it should be and it should also come with a set time limit and i think based (laughs) on helena grace and others i think the absolute max is about two and a half years i think at that point it's like you really are now reintegrating back into your life and you need to show moving on like grace grace still pops her head up time to time but she's for all intents and purposes moved the fuck on and I certainly am she's making... She's
0: such a sweet... Uh, I, love I love Grace. Grace, Grace
1: is like me. the she's nicest so person in the world. So and if anyone ever hurts Grace, I'll destroy it. And I'm just saying... But um, we all love Grace. Grace has got the protection she of just Grace. everyone. Yeah, Grace is a, a doll. Um, is and, sweet. you know, Helena is pissed sick, pissed sick of this because she's been at this for a long time she just wants to live a life and that's again it's that two and a half years thing and it's like all i need to do is kind of get that message out there about the male side about the adult vulnerability that's my shtick and the research stuff that that, that's my area of concern that's my lane and i intend to stick on it as you know again i don't want to be here in two or three years time next year fine but in two or three years time i really want to be winding back from this and you know if it if it jumps into something else like maybe I've, it evolves and uh, helping the transitioners or whatever like that in a practical sense maybe it doesn't but i definitely don't want to be sitting here going oh i was betrayed by the nhs you know like an old person that was my old man voice it was good wasn't it? <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> good it was pretty it was. good it was good it was good it's good Mm.
2: Mm. Hmm. Um
0: what was the original question you asked? Like, is there any anything going on? Any dirt you want to dish? I don't have any dirt to dish. Um I've had lots of emails. Which I haven't responded to yet because I'm slovenly. Um but I've had lots of emails from lots of people lots of different people um and i think yeah the time to talk about the grooming stuff is now Hmm. i think with all of this stuff that's coming out about w path saying that eunuch is a gender identity and which clearly seems to indicate that there are forces within w path who who know they know and they're they're kind of saying okay we're now so powerful that we can start to push for this. We can start to, and I was saying to Stella, we went for a really nice walk in the in the woods nearby. And I was saying to her, the, the next step is going to be, not soon, couple of years, assuming this whole thing doesn't collapse. The next step is going to be, you know, it's really traumatic for people who identify as a eunuch uh, to have to go through the medicalization process in hospitals. And actually, if their loved ones could help them to you know, realize their gender identity in in the home, like a home birth, that would be so much more fulfilling. In other words, next step. Let's see if we can convince these stupid liberal people to accept basically mutilation outside of the. That will be the next thing. If this isn't stopped in the next couple of years, they won't do it soon. But that's that's going to be. Why not? I if, think if they can they get a to accept. <laughs> Right, well, oh, yeah, of course. But if, if they can get even. people to accept that eunuch is a gender identity,
1: then no, no, why I, not accept? The, it, the next step is what's happening now, and it's happening in Spain, which is coming after the age of consent, not for medical stuff, but for sexual stuff. Like, that oh, is yeah, happening. That. That, that is what, literally... Well, Have that that you to seen that video the of or or in Spain? 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 Um, the, they're the trying woman, to, like... yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just she was trying to argue that children should be allowed to have sex lives and stuff like that. And it was just very, like, eeks, you know what I mean? Um, And then you've got the blase attitude of that trans woman who got caught trying to meet uh, what they thought was a 13-year-old girl. And they were very blase about, oh, this is, you know, I don't care sort of thing. And there was no shame. There was no, and this is what people need to understand these people aren't going to be like oh okay then they're like they literally 100% think this is right and we're ignorant and that they're living in some sort of like dark times of non-acceptance and it'll just be like gay people in 50 years time it'll be you know accepted and like it won't it won't because they've tried to do this in the 60s and 70s with Nambla and Nambla got kicked to the curb very, very hardly and quite rightly, hmm. which was uh, the North American Man-Boy Love Association or whatever hmm. horrible thing it was. But Yeah, um, I, you're going to have to... And now they're everywhere, but groomer is def Grooming is definitely the uh, next big thing that is kind of being touched on and discussed, and I've been talking about that shit for a while as well but you know and we should give a massive 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 shout
0: to uh jamie michelle i think her name is to the woman behind uh gaze against grooming because should they uh, they're just fucking fabulous i mean they are just absolutely amazing she's doing the lord's work she's that's kind of brilliant i think that they're Tonally, their whole their whole campaign is really good. It's really really yeah. good, and it's it's gone like a rocket. I mean, I remember first seeing that when I was it was I, I know where I was. It was mid July, and it was they had like, I don't know did they have like two thousand followers, and now they've got well over a hundred thousand followers, and it's going up and up yeah. and
2: up. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Netflix like even. Uh... Took the LGBT um, hashtag off of their Dahmer series after some pushback. So they're keeping the C <laughs> out of the acronym, uh, was my take from that. Cannibal. C for C- 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 yeah, cannibal. The cannibal. They're trying to like, no, no, we're pretty sure we don't want to be no, associated. No, 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 no. Not that. We're, we're, we're kind you. of okay with the Q, but we're already getting sick of them. But C, we're, we're, no, no, we're not going to do the C.
1: Netflix. Is, is anyone that... cool with the Q? I don't, I don't know. The Q? The the queer? The the Queen? What well, which Q we're we talking about? No, the Q the Q straight. No, what to... No, the straight like... people. <laughs> the spicy straight. Is straights. this why is this why we'll have the Q movement? That, that that's it was all like what does Q mean? Does it mean straight people? <laughs> does it mean gay people? Does it mean people who are co opt? Movements, or does it mean that Trump is actually sent from God here to save us all from those Big damn question. Democrats? You know, uh, you'll <laughs> probably get pulled for me just even mention it. I don't
2: know. We... Now I'm super paranoid about everything that's interesting. You, you should be because me. the no, CIA that's a statements. To... <laughs>
0: that's a sad thing to say I'm paranoid about everything that's CIA interesting
1: CIA child sacrifice mm, d- mm. demon cult <laughs> stop whatever it, it is stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he is sent from hell to demonetize you oh. yeah. <laughs> Fucking pizza gate and domino gate and whatever type of gates they like They like gates but there's, of the there's gates. lots of gates There's Bill Gates <laughs> mm. you know
2: that's a big one that's a big one well, guys, uh, I think that's... I'd like uh, to talk about... Uh, Cornel.
0: Cornel? Just I'd back. like to talk about Eddie Izzard. I'm, I'm a crass accelerationist. I want Eddie Izzard to be put on an all-women shortlist for the Labour Party. I want to do um, it. I just want to do it. I want, no, I want to do happen. it. I want
1: to just see... Nothing's okay, going to happen. It'll be, like other... it'll be like Bruce Jenner. It'll be like Bruce Jenner. we will get the Women Award. No, no, no. no you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, rage, you're wrong. It'll be, wrong. It'll be like... No,
0: you're wrong. That'll, that'll be the tip. If if that happened, I think if, if he was put on an all women shortlist, I reckon a lot of women in the parliamentary Labour Party would just be like, nah, OK, you've pushed this too far now. Somebody said, who was it? Somebody said she would resign from the Labour Party if that happened. And I believe her. And I think it would be many.
1: Hmm. I, you've got to have some serious fucking... Goal on you uh, to put yourself on the woman's shortlist. Like after transitioning for five minutes, you know, and looking like a prick, you know. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's not. Let's not dignify. Eddie is on with the word transition.
1: (laughs) Eddie is like honestly, I'm so disappointed because they had the whole gender nonconformity kind of quite nailed down it was part of the act it was just like what's going on with the lipstick and and shit and you know and it was just like it was nothing it was no big deal but now it's just like i kind of feel like you need to sit at izzard in front of their own stuff and be like look you are fine you are doing okay that that was good that was okay what is this shit what is this dress shit that you're going with it's it's just not maybe it's a troll Maybe it's a... No, it's not a troll. It's not a troll. Like, these people are not playing 4D, 5D chess. They are not. They are not doing that. They're middle-aged. They're (laughs) they're sexually fueled, and they can get away with it, which is why they're doing it. To anyone, including the 84-inch double whatever Z fucking school teacher was, people like this guy's just a genius. He's a troll, and he's there to expose the yeah. system. And I'm like, if even if he turns around one day and turns and goes, haha, this is all a troll," I'm like, "You're a prick. You're the biggest prick ever. You've used kids as an excuse to I agree with that. To do to to do. There's no there's no good way. It's kind of like." You know, there was that horrible thing on Netflix a while ago that got a little controversy. I don't know if they ever took it off. It was like Cuties? a movie about... That's the one. Yeah. And... uh Oh, no. Who? Uh, well. I Cuties is about
2: 12-year-old French girls, like, twerking.
1: Uh,
0: oh, God. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: I can't even remember what the was. No, okay, okay, okay. Okay. I know it's a 4chan, it's a stupid 4chan theory that the, guy, the teacher up in uh, Canada is wearing the big things, is, is uh, in battle with the school board and like trying to push the woke thing. Trying to get so and sad. Just try, trying to get them to destroy itself. But, okay, all those harmed children, how many of them were scared straight? From that it's like i don't want to look like that when i'm older i that scared is totally... into,
0: scared straight as in scared into being heterosexual <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> scared into not being agp it's scared uh, uh also
1: yeah to suggest that know. these kids are in on it drastically overshoots the ability no, i'm not saying they're
2: into it but like oh, like they, they see that and they see how ridiculous that is maybe maybe he's turning off a generation to this Stuff because you, you hear bubblings from from the high schoolers now. It's like we oh, yeah, don't. But that's happening anyway. Is, you, you don't need to wear goes. those vests to okay. do that. Yeah. That's happening anyway.
1: No, I really, I really do think. Yeah, uh, if he latches on to the idea that this is all sort of, you know, it's this big gotcha, you'll be like, ah, you know, um, it is a gotcha. I literally just think raging misogynists take transition to the the extreme extent. Hmm. The extreme caricature to to get away with it. You might you might not be trans at all, and you might just be doing this just to piss people off. But you're still a cock. Like you're still a massive bellend. Like for the way he's done. Well, it. Speaking of not which, do
0: you guys know who? Uh, do you guys know who Dylan Mulvaney is? No, not
1: by heart. No. Sounds familiar.
0: Dylan Mulvaney was selected by Forbes as like a, the female, I don't know, the new voice of women or some crap.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... He's he, like ah. 700 Days of Girlhood or something like that.
1: Oh, no! Days no, 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 of no, no, Girlhood! Go the park! That
2: guy.
0: No, I saw no, 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 room, no, no, which no, 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 just... I
1: thought that was fake. I thought that yeah. was fake. No, had him to the old it's woman. <laughs> I it's
0: thought crazy. it was fake. I was like, yeah, that's too much. Come on. Uh, no. And he did, he did this post and I was just staring at it for 10 minutes. Like I couldn't, I was trying to formulate, I was trying to formalize it why died. it was so disturbing for me. And he was, he, he did a video. He did a TikTok video where you could see his, bulge in like skimpy whatever short shorts and obviously people commented and he said i'm basically like unlike some women i don't have a little barbie pouch meaning vagina um we all know women who have a bulge and we need to normalize that basically. And I was just, I just was looking at this phrase, Barbie pouch for ages. Like, why does that disturb me so much? And then I kind of really mapped it out as a linguist. And I was like, because what he's doing is he's activating a whole, what does the word Barbie do? It activates toy, child, plastic, disposable girl. You're saying that about the vagina. An organ to which we all owe our existence. And you're saying, basically, it's kind of like it's not like to be a real woman, you kind of need a cock. Yeah, you kind of need a cock to be a real woman. You can have the Barbie pouch, but that's really girl. That's girl. If you're a proper grown up woman, you have a penis and testicles. So it's gone beyond uh, trans women and women. It's now cis women aren't. And he's just he, he, he has a terrifying level of anger, a terrifying level of anger. You can see it in his eyes. Hmm. He is so angry. He is so angry with somebody. I assume it's his mother. It's obviously a woman and it's obviously an old relationship. It's obviously when he was very young. I mean, it must be. But the level of anger in his eyes is just like, wow, you would you would incinerate countries if you could he's 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 hmm. frightening and it's frightening that those sorry I'm just gonna say it stupid women fell for it like I'm sorry you're educationally subnormal if you can't see you don't need an education to see that you are you have special needs if you look at that man that AGP and you think that's a woman I'm just you know, I've got nothing to lose. I'm just going to say it. It's, it's like the uh, institutionalized.
2: Of... It's it's embedded in the institution. It's not about it... smarts or not. It's about following the marching <laughs> orders. It's like trans women are women. This is the prevailing ideology. And yeah, I want but to isn't, part there a, isn't there The elite, so I'm going to...
1: But they don't, don't even like, masquerade as women. Of... It's all about being yeah. a girl. Yeah. Trans girl, mm-hmm. not a woman. Not a matriarch, not a leader, not a a, a sage wisdom or like that. A girl, a, a, a fucking ditzy, bimbified personification of what they think is a woman.
2: Yeah, and but Forbes invited him as a headliner. I love
0: nature. Oh, there's a butterfly. <laughs>
2: they invited him for a women's leadership conference. They installed him. Why, though? why, why is where folks? is
0: their where why? is their self protection instinct i would be terrified if there were women in my life who didn't look at somebody like that and say hmm, "sex offender i'm getting away from no excuse me legal reasons potential sex offender i'm getting the hell away from you that, that surely You have to be able to see that level of anger in somebody. You have to be able to see that level of anger. And there are male types of anger you can see. Like we've all been walking down a street and you can see a guy walking towards you and you think I'm crossing the road because that guy is obviously one eye contact misinterpreted away from killing somebody that exists. And it's a male anger of various different types. And there's an AGP strain of it. And it's it pers- I just find it really terrifying that they can't see that. I hear what you're saying about it being institutionalized. I'm not I'm not disagreeing, but I kind of think surely there has to be some kind of self protection override with somebody who's got that level of fury. Maybe I'm the only person who can see it. I don't know, maybe other people don't see that fury in him, but I just see nuclear silence of the lambs. So I'm thinking Yeah. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well said.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm just thinking of uh,
2: goodbye horses. now.
1: goodbye horses. <laughs> you know, the oh no, oh no. <laughs> Speaking, I of can't away. take
0: Silence of the land seriously because the first time I saw it, I saw it dubbed into Spanish. <laughs> so oh, no whenever way. I think of whenever I think of Science of the Labs, I think El de los and the and, the, and, the, and the and Clarice Starling had this really dodgy accent. She had this really like you couldn't take her seriously. Oh so, like, the whole thing Oh, because I had some coursework and I had to, we had to watch a Spanish film because we were complete heathens. We watched a dubbed <laughs> version
1: of, <Science laughs> of that's pretty legit. Rather than you know, what you know saying the, as well, so yeah. sorry. That's quite legit. You could do that with any film that you you know well. Sorry, I'm just taking out the the fun out of the job. <laughs> the <autism. laughs>
2: Suspected. Autism. Angus, are you are Suspected. you ready for uh, all the fun things in life? Are we? Are you done with your recovery now? You get to drive around and. Have oh, yeah, When is that? What's the date? What's the date? You saw, yeah, when, he was is like, it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's and, when yeah, you're
0: allowed. I, mean, uh, you I may have slightly broken some of those rules already, <laughs> but yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to being able to, the, the rule I haven't broken is driving because it, because it's a legal issue. Because if I had a crash, I wouldn't be insured. Mm. So that's going to be, I might just like go to the ocean tomorrow. Mm. Just go for like a nice four hour pointless drive just Mm. go and look at the sea or something yeah 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 i am i am i'm looking forward to it
2: how's your ticker how's your ticker going
0: so far so good um it's really difficult to describe it's different i can feel a difference because it changes your heartbeat in some way i don't quite understand how and it changes your capacity, and you you feel a difference. I feel like we went out we went out to on a day trip to Galway and um walked around a lot. I did about maybe nine thousand, eight thousand, nine thousand steps, which is a fair bit. It's a good few miles, and at the end of it, I was like, I need to lie down. Which you shouldn't really at the age of forty. You shouldn't have to lie down because you've done four hours of shopping. <laughs> I get that. Thirty-five. That could be. Maybe. That could just be that you're lazy. In fairness. Could be. I'm blaming. But it does feel. I don't know how to describe it. It feels different. Um. I get out of breath slightly Mm -hmm. more, but it should. My understanding is that should sort itself out within like a year. I think. Yeah.
2: Just drink a lot of water. I
1: guess.
0: And and it's also important that I do a lot of exercise because I need to rehabilitate. So I'm trying You're to do... join
1: the sports a... team. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, build, build a trebuchet. Body. Build a,
0: a trebuchet. trebuchet. <laughs> I'm serious. Now, I'm doing it's much weapons. walking. Sorry? I'm not, not really sure that building a trebuchet counts as exercise exactly.
1: Yeah, it it's Also, there the might be a
0: small... Cultural issue with an Englishman in Ireland building trebuchets. (laughs) People might object. We already named our Wi Fi um, MI5 listening point, which is fine (laughs) because there's nobody who's nearby enough that they would actually pick
1: up on it, so it's okay. As if the MI5 would call the listening point MI5 listening point. You know, it would just be like. Cleaner's Wi Fi or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they usually florists? Florist in a white van. It's, I swear um, I saw one of those vans the other day where it literally said cleaner. And I was like, You're not a cleaner. <laughs> You're a government thing.
0: Sure. Anyway. You work for His Majesty's government. You should know.
2: <laughs> Don't tell anyone who I work for. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that out. That puts you in, mix, puts you in an exclusive
0: club of about 3 million people. <laughs> Come on. Sorry.
2: You're right. <laughs> I'm going to cut it there. Apart from, good. That, Apart from that. Yeah. 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 I have to cut out the thing. Oh. So you guys say goodbye to the folks at home.
1: Thanks for joining me again. Thank you Goodbye, folks for having us on and thanks for inviting uh, me back. It's nice to see you. It's nice to be on What anchor. It was a pleasure. Oh, Alistair, as he's really called. Alistair. Scottish well, well,
0: if you were Spanish, that's that's how you
1: would. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was going for. I would clearly say Alistair.
2: Alistair.
0: Actually, my, my Spanish teacher used to say,
1: like, Alistair. Alistair, sí, Muchas gracias